0: Hey everybody, welcome back to all my returning listeners, and welcome to my new listeners. I'm Christina Royster, host of Young, Black, and Opinionated. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening, and leave me a five-star rating if you like what you hear. You can also leave me a review. I love reading your comments, and if you don't want to leave a review, but you want to let me know your compliments or questions, email me at helloybo at gmail.com did I mention follow? I don't know if I mentioned that. (laughs) I do this intro all the time and I always mess it up. But anyways, follow YBO on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at the YBO podcast. Let's get started. First and foremost, probably my favorite part of the show, put y'all on the segment where I put y'all on to my favorite thing of the week. You know the vibes. You know what it is. Well, maybe you're new and you don't know what it is. (laughs) I'll repeat it just in case. This is the part of the show where I put y'all on to my favorite thing. It could be music, an app, anything at all. And this week, this week was heavy. This week just had too much going on. So honestly, I just want to put y'all on to the fact that that little meme, not meme, that little TikTok or whatever video going around of that little white boy speaking patois, <laughs> that has been keeping me going this week. That has put a smile on my face. It was funny to me. I don't see it as cultural appropriation. I just think the little boy was just having some fun. Because honestly, there used to be this Jamaican restaurant by my apartment that I used to go to, and they had a poster just like that. And I used to like read it in my head and like see if I could speak Jamaican. Too. <laughs> I love when he's like, in English, it's like, what did you call me for? In Patois, it's like, what you calling me for? <laughs> I can't even do it. That sounded almost Irish, but you get you get the drift. Like, that, that little video has just been putting a smile on my face this week. Oh, also, I totally forgot to mention this. I am hosting, co-hosting a new podcast. So, I will be co-hosting a podcast called Hit the Ground Running for my company. I work at Fast Company. The jig is up. I try not to mention my job too much on here, but here it is. And um, I'll be co-hosting it with um, Yasmin Gagne. I call her Yas. She goes by Yas. And it's basically just like a young adult's career podcast. We are not really giving advice. (laughs) We're talking about our own questions and insecurities, and then we're having coworkers and experts in their field come on the show, and they're the ones who probably could give more advice. We're just... Not shooting the breeze, but just telling it like it is. So I really hope you guys check that out. Subscribe. If you support me, definitely support that because Fast Company already has three podcasts, so we'll be the fourth. And I don't really think they've ever done anything like this before. Definitely have never had a podcast hosted by two women of color. So please, please, please support this. Like, I do not want this to flop. Please. Honestly, I don't think it's going to flop. It's me. Come on. Not to be cocky, but like, I just feel like I'm blessed and I'm talented and everything that I work on, I strive to be the best. So I don't think it'll flop, but I can still use your support. And also I'm going to sit a little bit closer to the mic because I feel like put y'all on was a little bit low. Hopefully this helps, but let's get into today's pop culture news. Shall we? What was happening this week? First, let's start right out the gate with the Derek Chauvin trial. I personally don't even want to spend too much time on this because I understand it's important and I understand it's happening and it's live, but it's just like rehashing the trauma from last year personally for me. And for a lot of other black people, like all the witnesses they're dragging on the stand, all the black people, all the little nine, nine year old little girl they had up there. Like nobody wants to rehash this, not the victims, not, the, the victim's family, like, just, ugh, I wish they didn't televise it. I don't know what the purpose of televising it is. Is it really to keep us informed, or is it to keep us entertained? Like, remember the OJ trial? I don't, because I don't even know if I was born. But that whole thing just kind of became a show. It wasn't even about the case anymore. It was just about the show. And Nicole didn't get any justice in that. And, I mean, I feel like they have him dead to rights, like, he has to get convicted on at least one of these charges and if you don't know the charges um the most significant one being second degree murder third degree murder and then the lowest of the charges is manslaughter um if they don't get him on at least one of these it's just it's rigged everything is rigged we already know it is so that's what concerns me the most like i don't want people to get invested in this case just to not get the outcome that we want but, um, personally, I just am not watching it because I could get consumed in it easily. I know I can. So I'm going to avoid that. If y'all want to watch it live, be my guest. But this could also drag out for a while. Like court cases aren't a day and done. Like it could, it could be years. I don't know. I hope it's not. I just, I just want this to be over. But yeah, I just wanted to bring up the fact that like, this is really traumatizing for a lot of people. And if, if. Like, just keep that in mind. If you want to talk about it with people, like, I don't know. Not everybody is as hyped to talk about this trial as you may be. So just keep that in mind. But let's move on to what I've been watching. Okay, so I wanted to start a new new show. And I don't know why I decided to start with The Walking Dead. I don't know. I don't know what got into me. I didn't realize it was 10 seasons, but I'm in it. I'm hooked now. And I'm going to try to ride this train out. First impressions. So I'm on season two already. Um, I'm binging this, you know, Walking Dead was an AMC show and now it's on Netflix. First impression, Rick, obviously great guy from what it seems, really trying to save his family. Lori, piece of shit. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you cheated on your cop husband with his partner when he was in a coma. Like what? Like that's how they start this show right out the gate. Episode one, like that was crazy. And she just continues to annoy me. And I actually tweeted,, uh, you know, I'm starting The Walking Dead. Does Lori ever stop being annoying? And somebody commented, unfortunately, no. I cannot like I cannot watch this show with this chick. Oh my God. But everybody else seems mad cool, um, except the redneck. I forgot his name. That's the problem. This show has so many characters. I don't know how I'm going to keep up with everybody's names and histories. I'm sure I'll I'll get the gist of it. I already know Glenn dies. Y'all y'all not spoiling nothing for me because it's like one of those shows where like I didn't watch, but I used to see it on my timeline all the time. So I basically know Glenn dies and something happens with Carl. I'm already at the part where Carl gets shot, so um, I don't think it could get much worse than that. Hopefully. I don't know. It, it is a zombie apocalypse. So anything could happen. But yeah, if you like The Walking Dead, hit me up. We could talk about it. Also on Netflix. I Mind you, my recommendations this week are just going to all be Netflix. Most likely because I've just been staying on Netflix. Hulu really does not impress me, y'all. I'm sorry, but... On a rare occasion, like I keep thinking about that movie, Mom, that I recommended a couple months ago. That movie was really good. Please, if you didn't take my recommendation, then there's always time to go stream an old movie. But anywho, Netflix definitely was interested in The Shadow of the Moon. No, the title of the movie is In the Shadow of the Moon. So this movie was just another random like, oh, what do I want to watch today? How about an action thriller This came up. I went with it. I was not expecting the ending. I was not expecting that plot twist. Basically, it starts in, like, 1988. A Philadelphia detective catches a case, and then he just is obsessed with the case for the, like the rest of his life basically. And it kind of ruins his family relationships. Um, he starts to let, let himself go. Like he's just obsessed with this case. Can't even focus on his, the rest of his job anymore. But that twist, there's like a weird, like sci-fi twist that you're not expecting. So if you want to see like a cop and then the timeline, you know, goes from like 1988, like up till present day. So if you are interested in that kind of thing, it reminds me of the movie movie Zodiac basically. So please check that out. It was really interesting. Who was in that movie? I can't think of the guy's name. I'll look it up right now. In the shadow of the mo- sorry y'all. This is real time. Oh, and this movie is old. It came out like 2019. It was rated PG. Wow. Okay. This guy, Bokeem Woodbine, he plays a cop in every movie I watch, I promise you. This black, this black bald guy. Look up Bokeem Woodbine, and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. This dude plays a cop in every movie. Like, he's just getting typecast. If that's what works for you, go ahead, you know? But, yeah, check that movie out. I really liked it. And I liked the casting. It was cool. All right, let's get into another Netflix movie. Bad Trip. Y'all, this movie was actually really funny, and I normally... I'm not gonna say I don't like comedies, but like I don't normally like gravitate towards comedies. Like I really enjoyed, especially like prank shows. I don't know, like I'm not normally into that. Cause I just feel like, how do people not know this is fake? But if I saw Eric Andre on the street, I probably wouldn't recognize him as a celebrity, you know? No offense, Eric Andre. He he has a very successful career with like five seasons of his show on Comedy Central. But I probably would just think he looks like another light-skinned dude. So Eric Andre, Lil Rel, Tiffany Haddish. It's like a scripted movie about two friends going on a road trip as he like chases his high school crush or whatever. But the twist is that they are doing pranks in this movie to real people who don't know that they're shooting a movie. This was so interesting and so funny because there was a lot of black people who were not with the shits. Like it was really funny. So make sure you guys check out Bad Trip. And I don't care what people say. Tiffany Haddish is funny at times. Um, and finally I want to put y'all on to this new this isn't put y'all on. I'm just giving y'all my recommendations. (laughs) I want to let you guys know that there is a new movie coming out on Saturday, April 3rd, 2021 called Mahalia. And this is actually, uh, I think directed by Robin Roberts. You guys know the good morning America anchor. She is producing this and I'll just read you the synopsis about Mahalia played by Daniel Brooks, Danielle Brooks. I'm so, so happy to see her in something again. Danielle Brooks played Tasty on Oranges Is the New Black. Then after the show ended, she had a baby. And I was like, what has she been up to? And now I know she's been filming this movie. And I just love Danielle Brooks because I kind of see myself in her. Just like beautiful, plus size, dimpled black woman. I don't know. I feel like she could be like my celebrity lookalike. I don't know. <laughs> but here's a synopsis of the movie. Born in New Orleans, Mahalia began singing at an early age and went on to become one of the most revered gospel figures in U.S. history, melding her music with the civil rights movement. Her, her recording of the song move on up a little higher, so millions of copies skywriting her to... I can't even read skyrocketing her to international fame and gave her the opportunity to perform at diverse settings, including in front of a racially integrated audience at the prestigious Carnegie hall. So I'm hoping that this is just as good as that um, Clark sisters lifetime movie. It's on lifetime by the way. So we're gearing away from Netflix. Um, That Clark sisters movie was super good. So I really hope that this movie is just as good. I'm assuming she's not singing Danielle Brooks. I don't think she's a singer. So they're probably going to do voiceover, but this is so dope. Like I'm really happy for her. And the fact that it's directed by a black woman, just all just hitting on all cylinders for me. Like, yes, I'm watching this this weekend. So what have I been listening to? No, 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 no. Before that, let me talk about this TikTok thing. Okay. So you may or may not have seen on social media the Jimmy Fallon show posted a video from his most recent episode with Addison Ray. Addison Ray is basically an influencer at this point. She started on TikTok, I believe. And now she's kind of diversified her portfolio to just be an influencer on like all different platforms. She has a podcast deal with Spotify. And honestly, I'm not trying to be a hater, but she doesn't really seem to have any particular niche or um, talent. I, I mean, it's not like I follow the girl heavily, but from what I've seen, she's just really cute and fun. And that's great. It, you know, it's clearly gotten her way farther than it has for me. So who am I to judge? But I definitely would not pick her. I'm talking to the Jimmy Fallon show. I definitely would not pick her as my first choice to show off eight TikTok dances, eight TikTok dances that were probably created by black influencers not even influencers, just black creatives on TikTok making up these dances and then they're getting ripped off and then she's invited on the Jimmy Fallon show to do the dances in the most seasonedless, seasonless mayonnaise way. They could have had some real hip hop dancers on there doing those dances. And that's exactly what everybody else said on social media. Like, why didn't you give credit to the black creators who made these or why didn't you, you know, I don't know, just anybody but her. And I'm sorry, white girl, I want you to get your coin too. Cause she is young. She's only like, what, 18, 19. But this is just the problem with these TikToks and the way that people can just basically rip off your ideas and regurgitate them and get clout for it. So I just wanted to bring that up. Like, I'm not engaging with this video. I'm not retweeting this video. I'm not liking this video. (laughs) Sorry, Addison Ray. Now let's move on to what I've been listening to. Cause you know, that kind of sort of relates to that first. I just want to shout out Miguel and show Miguel some love because Miguel is really one of my favorite artists. Like he is definitely on my wish list of people. I wish I saw in concert before COVID because Miguel, like his music just takes me back to a time and place like 2012, like graduating high school, going into college, like, just, ugh, just, just high school love, like everything. Right. And so he actually just released his 2012 EP series. Art dealer chic is now on all streaming platforms. This is kind of reminiscent of how Drake, um, gave us care package with all of his unreleased song, not unreleased, but songs that were not, previously on streaming, we had to go digging for it on SoundCloud or YouTube. Now it's all right there on Apple Music, Spotify. So I just wanted to shout out the fact that you can listen to some not new Miguel, but new to you music. And I'm just so happy. Like he just puts me in such a good vibe. Like you don't even understand. I love Miguel. Um, and now for music, you know, we got to talk about Lil Nas X. So this is, I don't even know where to start. First of all, cut the cameras on. You know, you know how what's her name said, cut the cameras off, Black China. I'm saying cut the cameras on because I am going to record a video of my Lil Nas reaction for the YouTube, y'all. So this is what I have to say about the Lil Nas X thing. First of all, as you know, it's like I'm in pop culture. I'm like one foot in, one foot one foot out. Like sometimes I'm on it and I know it before everybody else, and then sometimes. I'm a deer in headlights. Like, I don't know what's going on. So, when the song came out, I'm talking about Lil Nas' uh, song, Montero, Call Me By Your Name. When the song came out, I was at the gym. It was a Friday morning. I was at the gym. I was like, oh, new, new Lil Nas X, let me listen to this. Because to me, he hasn't had a hit since what's that song called? Old Town Road. I'm sorry, but Holiday, you know, they were all cool and they were decent. Maybe I'm not his demographic. That's another thing. I feel like he skews younger. Um, He's very popular on TikTok, all that stuff. So when the song came out, I listened to it once and I was like, oh, cool beat. I didn't even listen to the lyrics. I didn't even know the lyrics was talking about nutting in niggas mouths and all that stuff. I didn't know all of that was going on. I I clearly was just feeling the music. I wasn't listening to the lyrics and I was at the gym. Like I wasn't paying attention. So then my coworker sent me like a clip of the video and I was like, oh yeah, it's like a little Nas X with the baby hairs. And she's like, did you actually watch it? I did not. That's the problem. (laughs) So when I watched, I didn't even watch the full video. I just watched that clip. And when I saw him twerking on Satan, I was like, oh that's why people mad. Cause I didn't know why people was mad. I was like, okay, like he's in his underwear. He's pole dancing. Like what's the big deal? I didn't know he was doing all that. Now let me preface this by saying y'all know I'm Christian. Y'all know how I feel. I have a relationship with God and I love God. So the Satan thing, that's where I drew the line. I'm not a Bible thumping Christian. Like I'm not going to ban Lil Nas X to hell, but I really did draw the line there because he was literally just depicting Satan. He was depicting him becoming Satan. Like, it doesn't get more demonic than that. I don't know. I'm not trying to come for the boy because at the end of the day, I'm happy that he's living his truth. I'm so happy that he feels free. And, you know, he made that tweet, and I'll just read part of it. This is exactly, it's like almost he what he wanted to happen happened. He said, people will say I'm pushing an agenda, but the truth is I am. The agenda to make people stay the fuck out of other people's lives and stop dictating who they should be. And that's exactly what happened. As soon as he came out with this video, everybody had an opinion and he's just trying to live his life. So I feel like this is definitely the, he made the splash that he wanted. So kudos to him, get that coin. I'm personally not going to twerk on Satan to get my coin, but to each his own. Like, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Like, that's not for me. I don't even like saying demon time. You know how everybody's like, oh, Beyonce said demon time. I don't even like that. I don't like inviting demons into my life. I, I really do believe in demons and I don't, I don't want to deal with that. And then his sneaker collaboration, which he's getting sued for, by the way, he came out with some 97 Air Maxes that had a six point cross on it and 666 and a Bible verse. Stop, stop incorporating Jesus. Stop, stop intertwining Jesus. The video had references to Adam and Eve and Michelangelo's creation of Adam. Can we just leave God out of it? And it's not just Lil Nas X. Like I've talked about in the podcast before how Kanye going gospel all of a sudden. I feel like he's fake Christian. I don't know. That's just me. Like I'm just not here for it. But then it reminded me I'm a Lady Gaga fan and real Lady Gaga fans remember Judas She had a whole song called Judas saying, I'm in love with Judas. Judas literally stabbed Christ in the back. So I think to myself, like, okay, I really did listen to stuff like that in high school. I'm like, I didn't realize that I'm not trying to get, you know, preachy, but you really are the content you consume. If you continue to listen and watch that kind of stuff, it's going to change you. Even if you don't believe it or not, I'm not saying it's going to turn you into a demon, but it will start to have an effect on you. So I don't want to be singing, I'm in love with Judas. I don't want to be singing nothing about this little Nas X Demon stuff. The thing is, like, the song really didn't have any demonic lyrics. It's just a video. And I, I looked up the director of the video. I was like, who came up with this shit? <laughs> um, this director is a Ukrainian director. She has worked on... Um, stuff with Katy Perry, Rosalia, and most recently Cardi B's Up. So that's why the imagery kind of looks familiar. Um, But yeah, the whole, back to the sneaker thing, it had a drop of human blood in the soul of the sneaker. That's where you lost me. Like, why? Why was that necessary? Why? He just really leaned leaned into that. And um, now he's getting sued because Nike said, look, you're messing with our reputation. We did not approve of these sneakers. He made the sneakers with some other company, which I I don't even know how that's possible to begin with. So my thing about Lil Nas X is like, if you want to be, well, first of all, I, I applaud him because he's coming out. This is like his coming out party. Okay. Now he's really being his own self going up and down stripper poles, wearing wigs and All that stuff. I'm happy for him on that note. But everything else, it is stirring the pot. And I guess that's what he wanted to do. So he he gonna be famous regardless. I I definitely said on the podcast, I hope he comes out with something soon, like acting or something, because he's not that great of a musician. Like, Like I said, it's not like my favorite song. It's just like, I was here for the beat. And that's really the producer's work. So Lil Nas X, I support you but not the demon shit. We need to stop that. (laughs) That's all. I'm not going to tell you that you're going to hell or anything like that. Like that's not my place. I don't care about that. So speaking of Lil Nas X coming out party, and I'm just, I'm just dubbing this his coming out party, by the way, it's not actually his coming out party. We already knew he was gay, but LGBTQ let's talk about trans day of visibility. So March 31st, 2021, 2021, This was a big day because this was the first time that a US president recognized the annual Trans Day of Visibility. And I have to admit to you, I didn't even know this was a holiday, but apparently it's been around since 2009. So that's great. Kudos to Biden for being progressive and being the first president to recognize this with an official proclamation. But I wanna read you this little snippet from Fast Company. Sorry to keep plugging my job, but I really did like this paragraph here about why that proclamation is not enough at this moment, trans people don't have the luxury of merely basking in presidential recognition. Many are instead pleading with would be allies to speak up on behalf of their humanity. All year long, Republican politicians have been fixated on anti-transgender legislation, with Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi already passing bills that either prevent trans youth from participating in school sports or denying them health care. The fact that these bills will not only stigmatize but physically harm trans youth is a feature, not a bug. It's the kind of thing a new president who campaigned on an ambitious LGBTQ platform might want to do more than just tweet about. I loved that. That hit the head, that hit the the nail right on the head because it's like, okay, you tweeted it. You got a hashtag out. Now what? Like literally this week, Arkansas passed a bill to ban uh gender affirming care for trans youth. Like that was on Monday. And then on Wednesday, they talking about, yay, trans day visibility. That means nothing to me. That's like how we have black history month. Like I don't care about black history month. You're going to keep killing us. And I'm sure trans people don't care about trans day visibility if they're losing health care. Like, I'm so tired of the anti. I'm so tired of the the show. I want you need to be about that life. You need to be about that action. And Joe Biden. I mean, look, anybody but Trump. We say anybody but Trump, and we really got anybody but Trump. <laughs> so, and by the way, if you want to know what Trump's up to, I think he's trying to start his own TV network. I don't know, but that's all I'm saying like if we want to shout trans day visibility, blah 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 make sure that you're doing more than uh posting a rainbow flag or you know how we had blackout day what did that do what did that accomplish like Derek Chauvin is still on trial so what did that really accomplish but um just keep that in mind y'all dang I was just about to close it out and I forgot to talk about sweetie and Quavo but honestly, I'm still gonna close it out because I don't need, even need to talk on that. Y'all know what it is. Don't put your hands on people. Period. Men and women. I don't care if it's pinching, punching, shoving, pushing. Just don't do it. Like he knew he did wrong because he looked at the camera and was like, "Oh shit." Yeah, you knew you did wrong. And um, it don't even look like his first time. Put his hands on a woman. So just don't do it. I don't, I don't know what else to say. That's why I, I forgot about it. Cause I didn't want to go into it. Make sure y'all follow the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This episode will have a video component. So make sure you watch on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and come back next week. Bye.